Oh, yes. Yes. Hello, welcome to Podcast vs. Play, episode 61. I'm Cal, and as always, I'm joined by a man who was playing The Sims the other day and decided to create himself. It's so annoying. He keeps pissing himself, constantly needs food, cries because he smells so bad, can't make friends, let alone a wife. Probably because he spends too much time playing The Sims. It's only Dan. Hello. <laughs> You're right, yeah. sir. Yeah, thanks for just ruining my life. You just literally summed up my entire life. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe we made it this far, Dan? Uh, when we get to the big one double bagel, then we'll talk about it. A double bagel? Yeah, I've been watching American Dad. Well, speaking of double bagels, I've got some news for you, sir. Is it bagel news? No, but it has... You said double bagel, and the first bit of news has got two things. <laughs> so I just basically made a link of nothing. That, yeah, that's a pretty good link. It's literally scraping the bottom of the barrel for ideas, but yeah, fuck it's it. It's a link nonetheless. Yeah, go on then. Let's, let's do this. Civil War Spider-Man has been narrowed down to two actors. Ooh. Um, Any that we predicted? No. <laughs> Far from it. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> um, Marvel and Sony made it clear that they will be bringing a high school teenage uh, Peter Parker into the first Marvel Cinematic Universe by the 2016 big screen film Captain America Civil War and then on a new standalone Spider-Man movie in 2017. There's been, Excellent. Uh, there's been a list of names reported over the course of months who are rooted to play the same role. Recent news, however, indicates that there are now two finalists vying to be the person behind the red and blue mask. Now, knowing that it's nobody we've said, do you have any ideas who it might be? Uh, I, if you get one of them, I'll give you a thousand pounds. And you're to not be honest, allowed to Google it. <laughs> I don't know many sort of young actors or actresses well no not actresses I suppose um, but I don't know enough young actors you know sort of fresh talent mm. so to speak that would be able to play you know somebody sort of like 16, 17 um, and is also a good enough actor for, for Marvel to risk you know obviously this is the first time that they brought him out it's it's going to have to be pretty fucking mind blowing well uh what about Haley Joel Osment? No. He was pretty young. No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's about 30 now. But <laughs> Probably. Well, I think these guys yeah. are like between 18 to 20, something. Yeah, well, as long as they're young looking, that'll do. Yeah, yeah they're both very baby-faced. Okay. Um, Issa Butterfield and Tom Never Holland. Of Never heard of him either. There you go. <laughs> Excellent. On with the news. <laughs> That's basically it, really. So have they been in anything we know about? Um, nothing really, to be honest. Um, Ace of Butterfield was in Ender's Game. Um, I haven't seen it myself, so I don't know how good he is in that. No, I haven't seen that either, I'm afraid. Um, and Tom Holland is best known for his role in Billy Elliot the Musical, um, which I believe is not the film version, it's like the, like the Broadway show. Okay, that I haven't seen either. So if they recreate the musical scene from Spider-Man 3, he's, he's a shoo-in. Maybe, um, except that no one would ever go and see a Marvel film again if they did that, to be honest. I'd like it if they referenced it in some way. Like, can you imagine no. if I like, strut it down the street? <laughs> like, what, what do you mean, just to sort of take the piss out of Fox for yeah. just being like, yeah, you let this go in? Well, so it was Sony, wasn't it? 
Um, yeah, sorry, I'm thinking of... Excellent. Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, so, they're both reasonably known enough to, to land auditions, but not well known enough to, to put in the same stead as somebody like uh, Toby Maguire, who obviously was really well known. Yeah. Already, so I think this is I, I think this is a good move though. Mm. You know, a, a fresh actor that no one's really aware of. Yeah. You know, the, you know, sort of a Christopher Reeve kind of thing. You know, you never know. You never know. So it, it's down to those two people, as far as we know. Exciting stuff. Um, Looking forward to seeing the new costume. I am, to be honest. Um, if it's anything like we've seen in in the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like Cap's uh, suit. Paid a lot of homage to the comic version, but it was also a very practical suit. Yep. So I'm hoping they'll go down the same route for the Spider-Man suit. Do you think they'll still, you know, go with the traditional web shooters, or will they go for the whole Tobey Maguire natural wrist stuff? I think they'll. I think they're going to go down the route of um, web shooters. Good, because that is they've they've they've. They haven't really strayed too far away from the comics within reason um, with any of the other characters, so there's, there's, there's no reason why they're going to go, fuck it, he can, he can fire them out of his wrists. Yeah, it's. I think it would make more sense for them to try and keep this as on track as possible. Yeah. Because if they got him back and fucked it up, I don't think there'd be... Because that way, the, literally, the people who came up with him and have already got such a good back catalogue of, of movies that have come out... And they couldn't do anything good with him either. He may just disappear for a while. Yeah, yeah. Which, to be fair, wouldn't be horrible. But no, we need, we it's need kind this of to be good. Exactly. Yeah. There's, there's there's just been so many different ones, and yet no one can really agree on which is which is good, which is bad. Yeah. You know, there's, there's so many different opinions. Rather than, you know, Iron Man one, everyone thought it was great. Daredevil, everyone thought it was shit. You know, those are the sort of films yeah. you know where you stand with them. Whereas Spider-Man, it's all of the Spider-Man it, films. To be fair, even Spider-Man 3 had its good moments. There was very, very few. But. Yeah, but I mean, it is literally the odd effect or the odd scene. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than, Not oh, that one scene let it down a bit. It was, too much, it was too rushed, it was too foolish, and it was just shit, <laughs> really. Absolutely. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, Assassin's Creed... Um, is to be unveiled this week, um, the new one. However, Dan, we already know what it's called because it's been leaked. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's Assassin's Creed Victory, isn't it? Nope. Assassin's Creed Victory is actually named Syndicate. Doesn't... Fuck me, I'm losing track of how many pissing games these people are releasing. No, it's the same game. What? But it was Assassin's Creed Victory, but it's actually called Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Right, but this is set in like Victorian London yeah, still, right? Yeah. Okay, that's as long as that hasn't changed as well. Um, details on the new Assassin's Creed leaked ahead of the official unveiling. Um, the new Assassin's Creed game set to be revealed next week is entitled Assassin's Creed Syndicate, uh, Syndicate and stars an assassin named Jacob Fryer, according to promotional material leaked to Polygon. Ubisoft announced the other day because I can't actually want day or something to say the other day. Fuck it, journalism. Um, <laughs> that it planned to unveil the newest Assassin's Creed on Tuesday, May the 12th. This was presumed to be the Xbox One, PS4 and PC game leaked last year under the title Assassin's Creed Victory, which was to be set in Victorian-era London. Information obtained by Polygon reinforces this, as its state syndicate will, quote, transport millions of gamers to an astonishing recreation of London during the Industrial Revolution 
where they will find themselves immersed in the game world they will have to see to believe. And I'm really looking forward to it. I am as well, actually. Um, you know, there's China, uh, China Rising or something it's called, like the, the newest one out. Then there's Unity, Brotherhood, Black Flag. There's just so many now. Yeah. It's And have a lot of content too. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they're all right. It's just that it seems like the sort of the Call of Duty, you know, let's get one out a year kind of deal. Where instead of you know, if they do it every couple of years and you know, try and make it new, you know, new better mechanics and stuff like that, you know, and make sure they actually work when they come out would be a good thing. <laughs> Looking at um, Unity. Yeah. Um, but this London one, yeah. I mean, it's. I think it's probably just because you know, I like sort of you know any kind of reference to old Victorian London yeah. you know this sort of really dank dark place Jack the Ripper everyone in top hats and horts and carts and all that sort of stuff I love it so I think that would be a brilliant setting for it especially you know sort of traipsing around on top of Parliament and Tower Bridge you know when it's being constructed or something like that you know um, I think there's plenty of especially in London there's so much history there yeah. through Victorian I think there's, there's so many people you could bring in Jack the Ripper you know, sort of like NPC Jack the Ripper I think would be perfect yeah because obviously, um, as far as I can recall, anyway, this may be completely wrong, but um, no one ever caught him. I'm pretty sure they have. A... I'm pretty they sure they did. caught people who said that they watched Out the Ripper. Yeah, but in in the actual, assume like I say, that could be completely wrong. But I think that they didn't get him, which means that there's a perfect plot point there to have. Jack the Rapper with his sidekick with the blade <laughs> yeah with his assa- uh, assassin sidekick Power Rapper um, but you know he, you could kill Jack the Ripper you know and dismember his body or dump him in a river or something like that and no one ever found him yeah that's why they never found him exactly so you did. could work you know real time historical events into it in the same way that they did with um, uh, Liberation or whatever it's called like the French Revolution one uh, yeah I think there's, I think there's a lot of, um, you know, sort of really good historical periods to work around, but they seem to be becoming more and more modern. I so, you know, maybe one in World War One, something like that. Maybe that'd be interesting, actually. I would like though in this in Syndicate or Victory, whatever the fuck knows going to be called. Um, I would like, you know, how you had like in the second one, like Leonardo da Vinci, is your like yeah. helper, like someone like Sherlock Holmes or something. Well, he's not real. No, I know, but it'd be A's. Well, yeah, or just there's there's plenty of sort of like old London lore, and you know Winston Churchill. I know it's a different who, time. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't have been born by that point, but okay. <laughs> um, well, assuming this is late 1800s rather than early 1900s, because yeah. um, I'm pretty sure he fought in the First World War. Winston Churchill did. Winston Churchill did, yeah. Yeah, so he could be, you know, maybe as a kid, something like that. There's there's references, you know, to plenty of you know British politicians and religious leaders and things like that that you could either interact with or you know maybe target or protect you know from the shadows kind of thing so this one I think it's mainly for the fact that it rings home quite a lot because obviously you know they're all set in you know Rome and America and France and stuff this is the first one that's been set primarily in England so hopefully a lot of people in England and you know well British people I hope um you know would pick it up simply for the fact of let's see what they've done with London let's see if they've yeah. made London right I've got high hopes for it really me too have. yeah I am I am looking forward to this one um, the official reveal will take place uh, on May the 12th uh, which is a Sunday I believe uh, at 5pm 
so you can watch it online if you do so. Which I think I'm, I may do. I may do. Um, this may or may not surprise you, Dan, but uh, I have some bad news. Oh, God. The Oculus Rift will cost more than a console. Yeah, I can pretty much see that. Um, when Oculus VR announced this week that its Oculus Rift headset would launch in early 2016, the company didn't say what it would cost. That's still the case, but now Oculus VR Vice President Nick Mitchell has spoken out to describe Oculus Rift as, quote, high-end, noting it would be priced at more than $200. Uh, the Gear VR headset, which Oculus made alongside Samsung, starts at $200, although this does require a smartphone to use. Uh, Mitchell confirmed during an interview at TechCrunch Disrupt this week in New York City that Oculus Rift for PC will cost more than this, but laughed at the possibility of it being priced at $1,000. But he wouldn't say how far off $1,000 it would be. Okay, so it's somewhere between $200 and $1,000. Yeah. Um, As they say, it's going to cost more than console. That could be... The PS4 is like, what, $350? Um, You can actually pick up an Xbox One now for like about 300 so I'm going to say between 350 to 600 I'm going to say yeah but this is still just an accessory yeah and basically unless a game is specifically made for it which many of the big titles won't be because they won't want to be restricted by something that's you know personally I'd I'd quite like everyone to get on board with it Mm. and just say makes sense you know it's, it's the future really before sort of like holographic projection and stuff this is probably the, the best you can do it's going to be VR to AR to some sort of hologram stuff funnily enough you should say that um, also this week I wasn't actually going to include this in the news because it wasn't really relevant but just basing it off that um, okay. Microsoft did um, elaborate more on why they're not going to focus on HoloLens uh, probably because we're about 30 years too soon for that uh, well no it's they've proved it works and stuff but the setup is going to cost more than most people's earnings. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're probably not going to develop it as a consumer product. Um, well, yeah, I mean, simply for the fact that it, it is basically the most sort of rudimentary version of a holodeck. Yeah, uh, um, yeah I can imagine that being incredibly expensive. Yeah. I don't see why. I, I love it, if I'm honest, because it's amazing mm. and it works. Um, but they, they need to make stuff that's going to be accessible to, to the average Joe yeah. because obviously the rich people are going to buy them but that's not really selling anything there's more people like us than there is people like Beyonce <laughs> but yeah sure sure um, but my, my problem with the Oculus Rift being so expensive is Sony have got their, their own version of VR coming out and they've already said it's going to be competitively priced, and they're aiming for below one nine nine. That's well, what I they're bet aiming they, for. I bet they're dancing in their pants then. That's, if they said, "Well, fuck me," they're going to come out and charge people six hundred dollars for this. We're going to be charging two hundred. It either means it's going to be piss poor in comparison, or Oculus have just priced themselves out of the market. Well, all the everyone who's demoed it. I mean, I mean we haven't actually tried, tried uh, Project Morpheus. No. Or Oculus, so we can't can't compare them on either. But all the uh, all the people that have used Project Morpheus have said it's on par, if not better, than Oculus. 
Now, I'm going to assume the better is because obviously Sony have a lot more money than Oculus did before Facebook acquired them. Yeah, the technology is probably going to be slightly better. Um, but now they've been acquired by Facebook, they ba- they basically got bottomless pits of money. Well, that, that well, yeah, but that depends on how much Facebook are actually willing to invest in it. <laughs> if they see it's not going to be worth the market, then they're not going to keep pumping money into it. Unlikely, unlikely. But again, that, that's another thing for Sony to come in and just sweep that part of the uh, the old chessboard. Exactly, it's exactly the same as, as the launch. They let Microsoft come out and go, this is how much the Xbox is, and everyone's gone, you dickhead, why the fuck is it so expensive? And then Sony have literally come out and gone, we're a hell of a lot cheaper. <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly what they're doing with this. But it makes perfect sense, though. But it's sound business. At the end of the day, yeah. they're in it to sell stuff, and they need to sell stuff. So if they hear that somebody won't pay this much for it, but they'll probably pay this much for it, then you'll, you'll go with what people buy. Yeah, if you can exactly. if you can sell ten times more than the opposition, you've already made your money back. So I, I'm no businessman, but I know money, and I know yeah. I don't have any. <laughs> well, let's just say it'll be quite a few years before we get around to purchasing some kind of VR headset, assuming they're even still either popular or around by that yeah. time. Because I mean, if they you know if they launch this and it is a brilliant product, but it's so expensive, people just can't buy it. Every, you know, there's only going to be a small percentage of people, you know, like you say, compared to sort of Joe Public, who will be able to afford it comfortably. But that will be a tiny percentage of the people that they'll want to buy it. You know, the people who have actually got the consoles, who are willing to buy games for it, and who, who want it in the first place. Exactly. People aren't going to go and take a loan just to get a fucking Oculus Rift. Exactly. No, nobody's going to do that. That's just ridiculous. So they need to still price it for people to, to be actually buy it. You know, I mean, when the, the PS4 and the Xbox One came out. They were expensive, you know. You know, if you've got a family or whatever, oh. it's a lot to go out the door on just one machine. So that's why people, well, I'd like to think anyway, were slightly, uh, slightly cautious in which one they'd go for. Mm. You know, which which where can they get the best deal from? You know, they're not going to go out and buy both immediately because, you know, that that just means that they've got too much money to burn. Yeah. But those are the people that you know may be able to pick this thing up because it is just a new gadget or whatever. You know, they want to show off, but. For most people, I think it's just going to be too out of their reach. And there's not going to be enough supporting uh, games and technology and stuff to really put it in. If you could, like, sync it up to your phone and stuff and, like, do whatever it was you are doing on your phone on it as well, that's another market you can sort of push into. But the fact is that, you know, most people's phones aren't even worth that much. And, you know, they're proper, powerful smartphones. So, you know, if you you, you wouldn't go out and buy um, an accessory that's worth more than what you're buying... Uh, what you're buying it for it just doesn't make any sense well we both have uh, Galaxy Note 4 and the the, the Oculus um, like the Samsung VR um, which is what they made with Samsung for the Galaxy Note 4 neither of us have that because it's no. like £200 and when my ca- I mean the fa- I think the phone's like six, 700 quid but I'm not going to spend £200 on something that I'll never ever use Exactly. I'd use, if if I could use it on the PC and I could use it on the PS4 or whatever, then I'd probably buy it because it will work on my phone, it will work on the computer, it will work on the PlayStation, on the Xbox, whatever. But it doesn't it only works on the on the Note Four. Yeah, and that's just pointless. Oh, yeah, wow, I, I think it needs YouTube. to be. Yeah, <laughs> I think it needs to be. You know, like a third party or an independent party that comes out and makes 
a VR headset that's compatible with everything, yeah. they're the ones who are going to win. Yeah. yeah. Rather than someone just saying, well, this is only for us. You go, well, I don't want to buy your console to use it on. I want to use mine, but I want the technology. Yeah. So as soon as someone comes out and makes something that is, um, you know, compatible with everything, then they're the ones, because you could just buy it for whoever. You know, you can have one per household and you can use it on everything. We need to make one, Dan. Well, let's just see. This may all still go the way of the Virtual Boy and may last six months and then they realise that they've been stupid and there wasn't really a market for it in the first place. <laughs> anyway, moving on, sir. Yes. Good news this week. Um, we've reached 115 followers. May not seem like an impressive number. Uh, but it is to us. We, it we, is to we, us. We don't really care, to be honest. <laughs> Um, in the nicest possible way but we for whatever reason we decided we were going to aim for 115 followers by the end of the weekend Um, and we did it Uh, we didn't do anything no we don't know how exactly but Um, we're we're on the impression this is all a a late April Fool's Uh, but it happened Um, we didn't actively set out to get new followers and the way we've always looked at it if people want to follow us that's awesome if they don't then don't you know, we're not going to lose sleep over it no of course but not. please follow us uh, <laughs> <laughs> please we're desperate for sake. <laughs> but uh, thank you to everyone who has followed us um, not only this weekend but before that um, and you know spread the word if, if you like our stuff if you don't that's cool you're probably not listening anyway um, exactly I was going to pick out a bunch of names but there was quite a few so <laughs> And and I really don't care. Yeah, I just wanted to say it. Um, so yep. we're going to leave the news there. That's it. We're done. All right. Okay. Um, I have something for you, Dan. Intriguing. It's not really for you. No. <laughs> I kind of wish we hadn't spoke so much about Oculus because this is kind of to do with that. Um, you bought me an Oculus. I have. I take back everything I said. <laughs> it's so reasonably priced. I can't wait to play it. <laughs> Maybe disappointed. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> X um, EACO has said has said has said said um, Sony nailed it with the PlayStation Four and deserves victory over the Xbox One. This is our big story, Dan. It's been a slow week. I think we we can agree with that. I think we've been agreeing with that for the last year. We haven't really changed our minds. <laughs> Not really. Um, former Electronic Arts CEO and current top boss at Unity Technologies, John Riccitillo, has spoken out to say that he thinks Sony, quote, fucking nailed it with the PlayStation 4 and deserves victory in the current console race against Microsoft and its Xbox One. He made the comments during a GameSpeed summit. And he basically goes on to say all the stuff that we already know. Sony did better marketing, they was better, more competitive than Christ. Um, the games, etc., um, yeah. and basically, Microsoft f- just fucked it all up completely. As Danza said, we agree completely. Um, the initial reveals—you can, you can listen to most podcasts. We will actually bring it up um, with article and website and stuff. Um, the the overall impression from the start was Microsoft had lost it after the 360. They had a big success. And they basically did what Nintendo did with the Wii U. They thought they could ride off the success of the last console. And it hasn't happened. 
Unfortunately not. My question nope. now, though, Dan, is this still the case? Uh, well, I mean, the prices have gone down. It's cheaper people, than a PS4 you know, now. It is, yes. I mean, people are picking it up. But it, it's not cheaper because it's, you know, trying to beat them. I think it's cheaper because they know they're not selling them. So they know that it's not as good. And so they can't keep it at the same price or more expensive than something that's better than itself. Best. So they have to be priced for what you're getting. The best thing they did was taking out the Kinect. Absolutely. Um, I mean, that was that was you know another reason why they were you know so sure and they put so much time and effort and research into this thing and it was going to be amazing and you know we're definitely not going to turn away from it. You know, it's going to be included with every console. Everyone's going to love it. And then what was it like eight months later? They just went, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, that was a stupid idea. We regret everything. It's like you know someone's gone out and drunk texted and then come back and just said. Ignore that, sorry, um, I went a bit crazy. Um, no, you definitely don't have to buy it with that, which means that everyone who has got it is just like, oh, for fuck's sake, yeah. seriously. The, that you, I mean, you called it, you said that they were going to bring out a connectless bundle. No, well, not bundle, yeah. but a connectless Xbox One. Um, I, I disagreed, I said they wasn't going to do it. Um, Mainly for that reason, though, because the fact that they'd spent so much on it, <laughs> they put so much time into it that they couldn't turn away from it now. It's the proof that their biggest enemy is themselves, because couldn't agree. They literally turned around every interview um, where people suggested, um, "Why don't you sell it without the Xbox? Uh, without the without the Xbox? <laughs> you're so, you're so that would that would be an even better choice. Yeah, um, sell it without the Connect. You can make you can, you can sell it cheaper. You could sell two versions. And they're like, no, it, it needs the Connect. It won't work without Connect. You've got to have Connect, and uh, they don't need Connect really." <laughs> It's well, that's what I was. Uh, that's a good point, actually. Was it actually wired into the console? No, no, you, it still came separately in the box, and you had to plug it in and stuff. But they said it wouldn't operate. It was built. So it was a patch, basically. That's what they've done. Well, they uh, taken out the Connect. Um, the Xbox runs um, at a faster rate. It has more like processing power and stuff because it's not powering the Connect. Um, so not only did it they benefit on the price as their scale, but they was also managed to push out um, more FPS because of the fewer resource. Yeah, um, they could upscale games better, um, and again, it didn't make a difference because they lied. They made people buy it with Connect when you didn't have to, and that's that's just yeah. shit. Well, I, that's the thing, though. The, I couldn't agree with you more. They are their own worst enemy. Everything they do just seems to sabotage them more. And I don't know if they think that they're, you know, they're doing some sort of groundbreaking tactics or you know, they've got some new business model that's going to blow people away. But if they actually sat down with anyone who owned a 360 and said, we're thinking of doing this, they go, no, no, I definitely wouldn't buy that. If they'd have done that for just an hour... And actually listen and did what they said. Yeah, I don't think we'd be having this conversation. No, I. I mean, I. I said from the start. I mean, I've got both, but I bought a PS4 on launch, and I said I was going to PS4 for one reason. And I was a child, and The Last of Us, I guess. Yeah. Um, but at the time, I could only get one or the other, and I literally sat there and gone, I don't really give a shit about Halo. And there's nothing else. So it doesn't make any sense to buy an Xbox. 
Plus it was stupidly priced and I didn't like Connect. So again, no brainer. Now I've got one and I've got like Sunset Overdrive and even the, the fucking Mastiff collection is pretty good. I still prefer the PlayStation. Yep. And I don't know I why. I think you're absolutely right. And I, I really don't think that there's anything I can say that would make it any different. It, it just, it works better, it looks better. No, oh, don't even get me started on that. Well, you've seen it. It's had to go in its own fucking space in the unit. Because yeah. it doesn't fit with the other consoles. It's too big for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but on a... I can't remember when it was now, but Microsoft released their figures. Uh, oh, it was Christmas. Um, and the Xbox One had outsold PlayStation um, over Christmas and over Black Friday and stuff. And they were very happy with it. And congratulations, you've actually you've outsold the PlayStation. For that month... <laughs> Overall sales, there's still like 22 fucking million to like 13. It's a big difference. Even the Wii U outsold the Xbox One. I've not got very good hopes. I don't think it's going to make any comeback, to be honest. I think it would have to be something pretty fucking spectacular to uh, change this whole thing around. I don't think it's a 10 year console. The Xbox 360 was the first HD. It had a big jump. Um, And even the PS4 is struggling. Like, The Witcher, The Witcher's not running at ultra like it is on PC. Um, It still looks amazing on PS4, but it's not quite up there with PC. Whereas uh, Metal Gear Ground Zeroes was exactly the same on PC and PS4. And then it was actually lower on the Xbox One. Um, We had the news the other week. That The Witcher 3 was only running at like 900 frames a second on Xbox One. And the developer even said it needs to be better. Yeah. So, I don't know, Dan. It's all going down the fucking pan. It is. That's what it's doing. Especially for me. I bought one of the stupid yeah. things. <laughs> well, I told you, and what did I also no, tell you? I do not regret it. This is where I'm going with this, Dan. Mm-hmm. I prefer my PS4, but I preferred the PS3 to the 360. However, okay. over the, since I've got my Xbox One, I've probably played my Xbox One more than I've played my PS4. Is that just because you haven't got anything for the PS4 that you actually no, like? Far Cry and uh, recently got um, Dying Light. I got quite a few. I got quite a few new stuff on PS4, but I've been playing like GTA and stuff, and Sunset and Mordor on the Xbox. Okay, but the thing is, if you'd have bought GTA and Mordor for the PS4, yeah, I'd have probably played them on the PS4. Yeah, <laughs> if I could have chosen, I'd have got them for PS4. <laughs> exactly, which means that at the moment, it's nothing about the console. It's just what you've bought. No, for but it. what I'm saying is, I'm not disappointed that I've got them for. Xbox instead of PS4. It's perfectly fine. Uh, ground, I've got Ground Zeroes for Xbox, and when it's in motion, it still looks really good. Uh, it doesn't look yeah. shit at all. But again, I'd have probably got it for PS4. So that's not really an argument, is it, Dan? Not really. Uh, just shut up, everyone, and buy yourself a PC. Stop being idiots. <laughs> for God's sake. It's been going on for long enough now. That's it though, Dan. Um, I expected us to have a more thorough, in-depth analysis on the the longevity of 
the Xbox One and PS4, but you are a PC master race. Unfortunately, yeah, you are preaching to the converted. Um, I remember when you could not get off your Xbox or your PS3. Uh, well, no, it's always been on the Xbox rather than the PS3. Uh, there's still a bunch of things for both I haven't completed. Um, but the fact is that neither PS4 or Xbox One impresses me enough to uh, to think, yeah, do you know what, I won't spend 300 quid on a new graphics card for my PC, I'll spend it on their console instead. Neither of them have got me to that point, to be honest. Yeah, Wii U, Dan. Don't want a Wii U. Don't want a Wii U. No, that's fine. Yeah. No. Nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll just I'll get the emulators when they're on PC. It'll be fine. Even your PC is not going to run a Wii U. <laughs> not yet, it won't, but it will. <laughs> anyway, we do not condone emulators of any kind. What we do condone, yeah. however, is content. What is coming up on the channel, though? <laughs> oh, silky smooth. I know. I've actually I nearly slid off my chair on that smooth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So we've got some Everything or Nothing. We're going to have a look at some more PsyOps and some Legacy Ooh. of Kane, looking back at some old favourites. Um, we've also got part two of GoldenEye Source Slender Train. Slender Train. Always good. Uh, we're making good progress with Space Engineers. Mm. We've got a brand new base yet again. I've put another 25 pissing hours into this thing dance, so far. That's what you've called it. I haven't formally adopted the name yet. I will call it something... <laughs> Hopefully, otherwise I will have to revert back to that. Uh, Minecraft, still haven't got around to even looking at yet. Still too busy with Space Engineers, unfortunately. Um, I do want to get to do some uh, Star Trek Online, though. The Iconium Wars uh, Season 9 oh, or no something? Way. 10, maybe? I think it's That's I think been it's launched 10. now. So Shut up! <laughs> um, that one's been launched, so I, I do want to have a look at some of the missions on that because there have been some old cast members brought back in for voiceover work, so that should be pretty good. Pretty um, sure Harrison Ford's in it. <laughs> I don't know anything about Star Trek. That means you don't get to talk during anything to do with uh-huh. it. You just shut up and let me finish. What if I do the super secret Klingon handshake? There is no such yeah, thing. Yeah, you don't know about it. Me and uh, R2D2. <laughs> Stupid Patak. Bless you. <laughs> anyway, um, we also have a new Can You Believe It this week. Do we? Yeah, we do. Oh, brilliant. We haven't done one of these in a exactly. while. I'm quite looking forward to that. So we'll have that this week. Excellent. And if we can squeeze one in, a wolf among us. Oh, I think I can squeeze one in. I hope so, Dan. Just about on all prime ready. It's going to be a tight fit, though. Yes. Pretty busy this week. Lube us up with some followers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, if you want to follow us, uh, you can head over to the Twitter, which is at Podcast V Player. Uh, you can jump onto the website, which is www.podcastversusplayer.com or .co.uk. Where else can they find us, Dan? Uh, you can go on YouTube, which is YouTube forward slash podcast versus player or if you would like to speak to us hand to hand don't or face to face <laughs> hand to don't, hand don't bother uh, I wouldn't advise it but if you want to is there any way they can get us nope nope 
There you go. <laughs> yes, there is an email address. It is uh, playervpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can just use the contact us section and it will just email us. You don't even have to type it in. You just This is the future, ladies and gentlemen. It's amazing. It's blow my mind. Get, I know, get right? a mop down. <laughs> it's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, we're going to go and clean me up. <laughs> Check out the YouTube. Um, like Dan just said, uh, part one of Slender, uh, Gold Knight's or Slender Train is up. And if we do say so ourselves, it is a doozy. It's pretty good. So, go on. On your fucking bikes. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, yes. Oh, 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 oh,